This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service, the home of the hostile gospel, baby. Dude, I had to do it. <laughs> you have to warn me when you do stuff dude, like that, fuck, dude. fuck, man. I just, sometimes I just get shot out of a cannon, dude. Yeah, I'm you just do. ready to go. Did I, I have three shots of coffee this morning? Really? Best believe I did, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I've had one coffee and two cones this morning, so I'm... Fucking, we're flying we're on all... flying, flying dude. dude. I hate when you, um, I hate when you go to a, to a, a cafe... Mm. And uh, I'm I'm an extra shot kind of guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I hate when you're like, hey, could I get a large cap with an extra shot or a large long black with extra shot, whatever you may oh, order. I know where you're going with this. And they go, so the large comes with two shots already. And what you're saying to me is that you want a third shot of coffee. And it's like, yeah. yes, cunt. Yeah. Hey, your boy needs a little bit more fucking go-go brain juice. Yeah. To fucking get it going. I need the brain juice to get me fucking fired up, dude. And that's because cocaine ain't legal, dude. And I can't have that at fucking 7.30 on a Monday morning when I need to be firing on all cylinders. I don't like how they say that as if you asking for an extra shot, knowing that you'll need an extra shot, means that you don't know what the power is of these coffees. Yeah. They say it to you like you have no idea. It's like, like I'm asking for an extra shot for a reason, bitch, because I've had these before and I know I need an extra shot. I'm not just guessing. And the, I'm and just guessing that I need an extra shot. And the shot. thing that pisses me off, it's just like, I come here every morning, bro. <laughs> it's the same order every morning, dude. It's, it's like me. It's And it's like, it's like I'm very familiar with the cafe. I'm very, very familiar with the staff, the surroundings. I know what's going on. Yeah. And I want an extra shot. It's not like I'm walking in lost and I'm like... There's some aroma here that just drew me into this room. What is that great smell? And they're like, oh, dude, that's Arabica coffee beans that we've roasted ourselves, and now we put it in this little machine and it gives you a little pep in your step. I know exactly what I'm there for, and what I'm there for is for the extra fucking shot, dude. So instead of giving me the yeah. warning, just be like, bruh, all right, no worries. Three-shot kind of guy. Because it, And it's not out of the realm of reality of that coffee shop either like you didn't walk in and be like yeah hey can i get a large latte on oat milk with extra pepperoni yeah like you fucking <laughs> you know what i mean yes yeah. like, and for them to be like uh like you i'm asking for an extra shot put it in there dude don't question me just fucking let it fucking be bruh um mate we've had such a big week we've had big. such a big week we had to take a week off mm-hmm. because the boy's been out and about but before we get into any yarns, bro, we've had a beer that sat in the fridge for a month. So I buy these beers a month at a time, stagnate them throughout the podcast. And there's been one big boy that has just been causing fear in the heart of our guests that we've had on. Calling the, our names, dude. Yeah. And this bad boy is called the Californicator. It's a West Coast IPA, ABV, 7.5%. Let's Ooh. go. It's by Big Shed Brewing. This is a 2.2 standard. 2.2. So, to kick off the formalities before we get into Simeon's. Sim- 
This looks and smells delicious. 2.2 standard drinks will get you fucking going, bruh. Cheers to you, mate. Had, we've had a big few weeks, man. We've had a big few weeks, mate. We've actually been fucking ripping and a tearing, ripping and a tearing. Oh, the ripping and the tearing. The beer is fucking Count Dankula. Woo! Pretty nice, but I must admit. It's very danky. It is. So it's uh, got a quite a, I don't know if it's a hoppy profile. I don't know if that's a multi-profile. All I know is that you take a sip and you're like, oh, yeah, fucking. All right, dude, let's grow a beard, you know? Yeah, yeah, that'll put some hairs on your dick. Let's, like, become inner city hi- hipsters when I drink this. Oh, isn't it funny, dude, that fucking beer, like a manly man thing that has been like that for years and years and years. And and I know, like, obviously everyone drinks it, but, like, stereotypically like a manly man thing, like, I'm having a fucking beer with the boys. Yeah. Over the past 10 years has become one of the fucking gayest things that it, could possibly be gay. It's one of those. It's but what it is is it's like lager and straightforward beers. Like yeah, yeah. It's typical VB Four X, Great Northern, Carlton, Carlton Dry. All those brands that fall under that pretty much more or less the Carlton United Breweries banner. Yeah, that's still manly. Drinking lagers is still manly, but if you're like, oh, I don't mind a uh, West Coast Double IPA. Yes, and people dude. are like fucking craft beer, fucking craft beer. What do you like to fucking suck on dicks when you drink that too? <laughs> and it's just like, it's <laughs> <just> like <laughs> craft beer. What do you like to come in boys' butts? Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that's what they do. Dude. Nah, dude, I was just like, I just enjoy different kinds of beers, and they're like, fuck craft beer. Fuck. Are you a fucking organizer of the Sydney Pride Parade? <laughs> <laughs> Are they Doc Martens on your feet, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucked up. That's what I think that's what turns a lot of people off beer culture is because just the amount of fucking homos that do it, dude. And not in the sexual sense, just someone who's a homo. Like and not a homeowner. Um nah. but yeah, like I think I think it's because as well, like it just doesn't taste like a lager, which is what people are just like trained to be like beer lager. This not lager, this not beer, this weird. But if you load up on a few of these, like 2.2 standard drinks in a can, after that four-pack, you would be dancing on the table, bro. You'd be fucking pulling your pants down, doing a few meat spins for the boys, yeah. just trying to boost morale in Couple any way that you can. Couple of helicopters. Yeah. Just like, check this out, bro. Time to take off. And you just go... Yeah, dude, that's exactly what it is. Bro, I remember when I was at high school, this like uh, this link went around in an email, and once you clicked it and opened it, you couldn't close it down. Yeah, I had a couple ones. of those. And the song was, You spin my head right round, baby, <laughs> right round. And it's just some dude. It's just like a zoomed in, like he's getting a dick up the ass, and his dick's just helicoptering from like the penetration of copping the dick in his ass. So this pops up on your screen. And then you can't close it. It was terrifying, dude. And the and the thing is as well, you're at an all boys school. Like the last thing yeah. you want to be called yeah. is gay. Yeah. And now all of a sudden there's gay porn on your computer screen that you got sent in a link that you can't close down. And the IT teacher's like, "What is going? Who did this?" Um, that's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when we we're talking about meat spins, that just came back to my head, and that's a fucking that's a traumatic childhood memory, dude. We had one. Um, get spread around that was 
you open the email and it just opened up this like media player that you couldn't close down. And it was like, it was like old person gay porn. Dude, like I've two seen, old I've guys, like just that. like like an old guy fucking an old guy, like missionary holding his ankles up, going at him, I've dude, and it. his old wrinkly dick just flopping, dude. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, it was funny, dude. Dude, it's like it's 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 so good. Like they were the original. Like remember, you know how your mate sends you a message now or a video, and it's just like something playing, and then it's just oh oh uh, yeah yeah, that, dude. Someone out of all the porn in the world. How has somebody not found that original porno that that person sound clipped that from? I think it's just too much, man. There's too much porn. Oh, there's yeah. <laughs> there's just too much, dude. Dude, there's most of the internet is porn. Oh yeah, like more. I, I feel like the, that's why the internet was created. To be honest, pretty much, dude. Yeah, people just wanted to distribute porn. Yeah, like dude. I can't keep carrying around briefcases with me everywhere I go. Yeah, exactly. I can't keep burying magazines in the woods. Yeah, and, and then just sneaking out for a quick masty. Oh, dude, dude, the fucking lengths that people used to go to fucking shoot ropes, oh, is fucking incredible. Nuts, dude. Think about the, what, the how, what you went had to do to go and shoot ropes. Yeah, and we're not even that old. No, we're not that old at people all. People before us were like jacking off to like fucking big African villager titties in like National Geographic. Yeah, dude, they get the National Geographic out and they're just like fucking that's sick, dude. Like I remember like. Getting movement, reading fucking Kmart magazines when I was younger. It's like you see the you see the women see the section, underwear section. Like, oh, what's going and on? And they're here, ju- and they're full, just wearing like cheap, plain Target bras. Yeah, like and you're like, like you know, I know that you haven't had sex before marriage because you're a man of God. That's right. Yes, but if your if your wife to be just came in wearing some stock standard Kmart that like you know some real granny panties, so to speak. They'd be getting no movement at all. You'd no, be like, no, I'd be picking on? up my Bible and I'd be walking out going, hey, you're better than this. <laughs> hey, you're better than this. Something's happening to you. You're coming into contact with some demonic entities and I feel like you need to read the Bible to, you need to go, go and sit inside, read your Bible, repent and come back out and we'll have a nice fruitful relationship in the, in the love of God. In the love of God. And once you guys are, you, you know, united under the love of God. Yeah, in holy matrimony. Holy in matrimony. And when you guys start participating in in the baby making ritual, yes, which I have never have because of a man of the Lord, but when we will do that is what we plan to do. Yeah, then then you would say to your to your lovely wife, "Hey, let's get some let's get some better shit." You know what I mean? Like it's just so funny that what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is it's so funny that like as a fucking like thirteen year old, you see a Kmart magazine and you're like. Oh. And you just get the movement going, but it's oh, just like dude. now you'd never get that going over those same. Dude, images. I'd get movement from the wind when I was young. Dude. Oh, dude, everyone would. A breeze would come and hit me in a slightly like nice angle, like on my cheek or something, and I'd be like, oh. Dude, it's just like I remember bus rides in the morning were fucking torture because like you're getting vibration right on your nose hole, maybe. Yeah. But like it's I, that's the only w- way I can describe the no reason traveler boner when you just oh yeah you're somewhere. on and you're on the bus dude and there's like chicks around you who are like starting to get tits oh well and, and they're and they're on the bus because it's old school buses because I, I went to public school so we we're poor so it was like a lot of j- a lot of bump, not ma- not much suspension going on yeah so there was a lot of jiggling dude and you'd look over and see just like a nice pair of fucking year eight B cups well we had to and I went just to- <laughs> 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 I went to an all boys school, so we just looked for like the fat kids that had started to grow tits. And we're like, hell yeah, dude, Bobby's got it going down. 
Because I can remember like looking a little Dude, all boys schools were actually like very pro-trans earlier than everyone else was. Before, oh, hey, before it was cool, you guys were treating men like women. Yeah, dude, we get about it because it's like a, it's like a prison system basically. Because like everyone has a, lot, has a role to fill there. And if you're not an alpha dog on the yard, which believe me, I was not. Then you got to pick up. You got to pick up and play your position in society. That's right. And yeah. that might mean you being a prison bitch and wearing some fucking lingerie for the boys to boost morale. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of getting our morale boosted, yes, mate. Canberra Comedy Festival. Canberra Comedy Festival. We had. Uh, we were a bee's dick away from selling that bad boy out. Ninety ninety plus people came 90 out. Ninety plus. Yep. To the uh, the courtyard studio. And what a fucking, what a fun time, mate. I, I've i wanted to get that one back for a while because we, uh, we had the 2020 show booked with um, uh, another hot boy, Felix McCarthy. Yeah. And it got certified. Bo- so, oh, fuck, he's hot. Um, and we got that taken away from us. So it's always yeah. been on the list to like kind of get it back. Yeah. But I couldn't be fucked applying for, for a show like this year. I was just like, fuck it. My goal in comedy is to be a better MC, work on crowd work and... Eventually, I'll do festivals in due time. And when you and Sam were like, want to come open? I was like, yeah, fuck an oath, let's go. 90 cunts there. Set went pretty well. Forgot one tagline, which is always fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, But aside from that, fucking fun night. Yeah, man, it was a fucking good night. It's fucking... It's always really cool just to have people come to a show that's yours. Yeah. It's your one. And they fucking came and they paid money to come and fucking see you, dude. It's always like a a very, very cool feeling. And then obviously like fucking when the crowd is fucking good like it was, you know, it was just fucking just makes it all better. And, you know, see us. We've got to see our fucking good friend, Chris Marlton. Chrissy Boy. Chrissy Boy, my fucking boy, dude. I fucking miss him. And I miss all the fucking Canberra people sometimes, but... So it's good to go down and fucking see him and shit. But other than that, man, I'm I'm fucking pretty stoked on how it turned out. And honestly, I'm fucking glad that it's over, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking glad that it's over. I fucking hate building up one show for like six months. Yeah. It's hard not to internalize and get in your in your head when you have It's impossible it for me, dude. It's impossible. Yeah. I um the well, I had like dude, I had probably like thirty five mates that came out to watch. And I was like, yeah, that's you cunts sick. are the fucking best. Um, so thank you, boys, for coming out. I, f- I appreciate it. I'm, I'm fucking beyond grateful. Yeah. And shout out to the people who I saw a lot of people there that were, they came to my show last year. Yeah. So, you know, that's fucking sick, dude. Seeing someone obviously see my name again and be like, oh, he was good last time. Let's yeah, come. we'll go. That's the most important thing about festivals, man. You can't do them too early. You can't do it too early and, and stink it up and then yeah. have people... Be like, oh, fuck, well, I, I don't really know if I'll go back to that. That's why I think in reality it may have been a blessing that the 2020 show got cancelled. Nah, we would have fucking killed it. That's different, bro. Like if we did it at Canberra, it would have been sick. If, if we had like said we wanted to take that on like a two-week festival run at the Adelaide Fringe, yeah, that, that might have been a different Yeah, story. I would have been happy to do the Canberra Comedy Festival. But like looking back at that point, I was just like, I would have had 20 minutes of material, but five of it would have been... Yeah. Good shit. Like I would have been battling and I have, and I don't, I'm not as, I haven't at that point, I hadn't added as many weapons to the arsenal in terms of like crowd work, but it was kind of weird to like at the camera comedy festival this year. Cause I was like, all right, I've got fucking like 10 minutes and I'm like, do I get straight into bits 
but I'm just so used to doing crowd work, like to kind of engage and do like, it's yeah. like a warm up for me as well. Like just to kind of see where people are at and helps you get like laser focus. If you can riff and make a joke, but if it doesn't work, then you can be like, all right, I'll lead them into this bit. But dude, scanning the front row, I'm like, all right, I'm looking, I'm like, fuck, there's Chris Marlton. <laughs> I'm like, I can't crowd work him. Although now I'm thinking back, fuck, I wish I did. You could have just crowd worked and he, he might have, have done one of his characters. Yeah, he would have just went in full character mode. That would have been fucking hilarious. They would have made the show. And then I look, I'm like, all right, there's a few of my mates. And then I look to like, as I'm scanning, I'm like, old people can't do you, can't do you. And then just found like this young couple right at the end. I was like, thank fuck they're there. Um, and then fucking Sam got on. Sam ripped. Did well. Um, I was in the green room, but I could just hear pops. Like I could just hear mm-hmm. like fucking constantly laughing. And um, yeah, that was it was fucking fun. You hopped on there, did your thing. Pretty similar. Was in um, was talking to Sam a lot, but could just hear the pops going off for for your set. Then I caught maybe the back four or five minutes of your set and just listened to listen to the end of it, which was good. And um, bro, Ben spoke afterwards. It was fun. Ben spoke was after there. Fucking uh, Adam from the Big Sand, our boy, fucking came out, dude. Shout out. Got to fucking see him. That was fucking sick, dude. And then. How good's that, cunt? So good, dude. And then I fucking went back to my hotel and I got high as fuck. And then I got KO on, up on my phone and I watched the KO minis of all of the games of football that I missed that day, dude. And then I fucking greened out. Oh, you actually greened out? Yeah, I greened out. Oh, no. I woke dude. up with my fucking phone in my hand. Oh, like no. Like this. Oh, so you weren't like vomiting bad green down? No, no, no. Not that type oh. of... I don't do that type of shit, dude. That's rookie stuff, bro. My, me greening out is just going to sleep without my knowledge. Oh, uh, yeah. Just properly zonking out. Yeah. Um, it was nice. Yeah, dude. It was, a, it was a fun night. I ended up getting home at probably about one <laughs> thirty. Damn. So it wasn't wasn't super late, but I was bro. We went it's to late us, for us now. Yeah, we went, <laughs> dude. We, fucking, I was like, I was awake at eleven. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, we went to assembly with some of the boys afterwards, and I just had my backpack on. Okay, very. Um, and I was just like walking around, and at one point, like it was loose. So I was like, I'm gonna try, uh, you know, just tighten it. So I pull the strap, knock my drink just clear mm. out of my hand. I was like, I'm for sure about to get like fucking thrown out here. The bouncer comes up and he's like, fuck, don't you hate when that happens? I was like, yeah, it's even worse when you spend 12 bucks on a vodka cut. And he's just like, yeah, well, get yourself another one, mate. You'll be right. <laughs> I was like, dude, that never happens. You never get fucking sick cunt bouncers. No, dude, you like literally trip over like your shoelaces untied and you accidentally step on it and they grab you by the fucking collar of the shirt and throw you out. Yeah. Like, you're a fucking carry on You're fucking done, cunt. I was like, cunt, I just fucking misstepped. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's dark in here and I tripped on a Someone step. pushed me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so he fucking grabs you and throws you out because you're a drunken idiot. Um, so I was handling some business in um, in Melbourne Melbs? during the week. Wait, first of all, Melbourne is fucking sick, hey? Melbourne City mm. is sick. It, it is, is fucking unreal. I, yeah. I absolutely, I do understand and get jealous of people who become like Melbourne wankers and feel like they're fucking better than everyone because they live in Melbourne. Because when I did, I did the Melbourne Festival and I, I was basically lived there for like six weeks. Yeah. And did, it was fucking unreal. If Melbourne had Newcastle weather, it oh. would be, it'd be probably the best city in, in Australia. They I'd should say. just have, they should have just picked up all of Melbourne and moved it from the fucking bottom of Victoria 
to where Newcastle is, dude. It would be the world's best city. Oh, it'd be, yeah. Melbourne with Newcastle beaches and weather. Yeah, dude, that's the best city in the world. Now that's we're living the best in city Utopia, in the world. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, it's fucking sick. Like, I, you, and, you know, you walk around and it's hot, like, I don't know, it's not a, I hate the word vibe, but it's definitely got like some kind of maybe ambience energy. or energy to it where you're just like, yeah, this is fucking, this is sick. Um, so yeah, I was handling my business and it got to four o'clock and had to fly out. And this is, um, this is Thursday. Mm. The plane that I was on, I won't say the name, but if I, if I described this guys, they're the cheapest airline that you could probably fly back with. So figure that one out. It has star in it. If you can't guess that, you're Oh, it wasn't Bonza? <laughs> no, it wasn't Bonza. It wasn't I've, Bonza, I haven't dude? been on Bonza, so they probably would have do it, done a better job, mate, like, to be honest. They, so these guys were, like, fucking half an hour late, and I was like, I don't give a fuck, but it was just like, you know, like, when you've had a long week and you're like, just get me the fuck home, dude. I'm over everything. Sitting there, and I got a window seat, and I had a few beers prior to flying off just to calm the nerves, you know? Yeah. Not an alcohol is- issue, just to calm the nerves. I'm in the window seat, and you know me, Taylor. Yep. I pee a lot after a few beers. Yeah, you're a baby bladder. Baby bladder. So, uh, like a middle-aged mum kind of comes, and then her mum come and sit in the two chairs next to me. So I've got like this shaky leg going because I need to pee, and we're sitting there for about half an hour before we take off. By the time we get to elevation where we can take the seat belts off, I'm in like a code red. So I'm yeah. like, oh, excuse me, guys, like I need to go to the toilet. They hop up and I'm like, I've had a few beers, so this will probably happen again. If you want, you can just take my window seat. I'll take your aisle seat. And that way I don't have to keep getting yours up. And they're like, fucking sweet. So <coughs> we the flight goes, you know, as most flights do, relatively no issues. As we're flying into Newcastle, mm-hmm. the captain's just like, does the whole speech of, you know, we're going to be flying in to Newcastle, we're anticipated to land at 10 past six, the weather in Newcastle. And then he's just like, isn't good, to be honest. He's just like, big time rain, thunderstorms, and then gives us like a fucking, like it's 20 degrees or whatever outside. Bruh. He's flying in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is where you totally get what you pay for because I think this cunt may have like had gotten his license on like an online flight simulator. Yeah. He might not have sure also if had he's, a few beers. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's a real pilot. He was actually walking up and down pissing yeah. <laughs> the whole <laughs> he was, flight. He too. was pissing as well. Yeah. yeah. Dude, so we're like we're going to fly in and um we, we hit like a little bit of turbulence. And you know how like when you first hit turbulence it's like oh, oh, oh ah it's like ooh. Yeah everyone's And like, everyone's giving that nice like look at each other like oh that was a bit fucking ooh. Yeah everyone's looking at each other like oh okay like fuck we could have died then. I didn't just think I was going to die absolutely with no doubt in my mind for half a second. So the f- the plane felt like it just dropped like 15 meters and then as he's going to land it's a little bit you can see lightning just illuminating the sky. Mm-hmm. So he pulls up and just like goes and starts doing a lap and then comes over the announcement he's just like hey guys you know, weather's a bit wild. We're going to do a lap, try land again, try time it between the lightning strikes, which I'm just sitting there like, all right, this doesn't sound good at all, dude. <laughs> I look to the left. In what my- do you mean, dude? Yeah, like, who are you? Are you Thor? I was just about to say, are you Thor, Are you fucking dude? Thor, dude? You're just like, oh, hold on, I'll pause all lightning strikes for the next 12 minutes while I land this plane. 
it's pissing down so much you can't see anything outside the window except for the lightning strikes that are illuminating. And it's like one of those moments where like you kind of realize you're on, you're a fucking little man on a tube that's fucking flying through flying the air. Flying through the air. And most of the time you can desensitize that because you we've grown up with planes and you're like, oh I just it's just part of the journey. I go up, I come down. Yeah, yeah. My but sometimes you get, get hit swell. with the reality of what is. Yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just in this machine that some fucking guys up there controlling. Controlling. I have no. I'm just in their hands, right now. I've never like it's a crazy level of trust. It's like I don't know the guy's name. I've never met him. I don't know if he's cross-eyed. I know nothing about this guy. But I'm just like, yeah, blow, fly me away. I don't know if he just got off like a huge fucking bender cocaine binge. And fucked flight attendants like Denzel Washington in that movie Flight. Gangster. Gangster. I don't know if he's one of those fucking pilots, dude. Because they get fucking loose pilots. I certainly hope he is like that. That might have been how he fucking ended up doing it, dude. So he does a loop, right? And he's just like, we're going to try land here. And he goes, we'll give this a few attempts. If not, I'll fly us to the Gold Coast. So then everyone on the... On he the, said that. Yeah, I'll fly us to the Gold Coast where it's safer. So everyone on That's the... That's pl- not where you were flying, flying to? No, I was flying from Melbourne to Newcastle, dude. Yeah, so why would he... I'd be like, no, dude, just have heaps of cracks at it. So, <laughs> mate, he has a swing, comes back around. This time we hit a little bit of turbulence, still lightning going off. I look to the left and there's this lady just transcendental meditating, just like mm. fucking deep breaths, white knuckling, holding on. I'm like, she's Wim Hofen. She's Wim Hofen. <laughs> yeah, in the on the next row over, and like the the old lady and then like her daughter, they're just laughing, having like a good time. And I was just, and she's like, oh, at least my last meal was whiskey and cheese and crackers. And I was like, yeah, look, dude, fucking red hot. My last meal was a couple of dimmies with our boy Zeke. And um, so we fucking fly back around again, dude, and go to land. And then the third time, dude, I've like, I'm going to classify this as, as the closest maybe near-death experience I think I've had in an airplane. Okay. Where the plane fully fucking drops. This time I reckon about 30 meters. He pulls it, like he pulls it up to try fucking level the plane out again. Feels like shit gets like thrown to the left. The plane then drops again. And like, I've always thought that seatbelts on planes are just kind of useless but i fucking lifted off my seat and like the seat belt stopped me we've pulled back up again and then it's dropped it felt like a roller coaster dude holy fuck i was just like sitting holy there and, fuck. and i was like I, I was like fuck i think i could actually vomit from just like the intense of mm-hmm. like that dropping up and down and then he fucking pulls out of it and everyone's just like what the fuck is going on? Like, it went from like a little bit of turbulence laughing to like people just looking at each other, like, oh we might God. fucking die if this cunt keeps trying to do this. Yeah. So he's like, nah, all right, we're going to the Goldie. Announces that. Then people kind of celebrate because they think we're going to the Goldie. We get an extra day holiday. We're all going to fucking get put up by this budget airline somewhere. No, you're not. And I go to. Like, the, you know, the, the oldies next to me are talking. They're like, yeah, I think this is what we're going to do. I'm like, no, we're not getting put up anywhere. So it's like your ticket from Melbourne to here was 65 bucks for a reason. Yeah. They're not spending three times the amount of your ticket to put you in a fucking hotel in the Gold Coast. Yeah, bro. If we were Qantas, we would have landed. Yeah, if we were Qantas, we would have landed. pilots would have landed. Yeah, they would have nailed it. 
So you're not flying jet style because you're fucking top of your class out of the fucking Air Force Academy. Yeah, dude. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, you were the guy that got a fucking pass mark. It's like P's get degrees or whatever they yeah, say yeah. in fucking uni. So we land there and I'm like, just sitting going, fuck, man. And I was just like, fuck, I just wanted like, after a long week, I just wanted to get home and just watch the footy. My parents were in town as well, so I missed hanging out with them. And uh, we get there. And I go to the, I go to like my row. I'm like, they're just gonna fill the plane up and just sit us here, like fucking muppets, until it's ready to fly back to Newcastle when the weather passes. Sure enough, that's the fucking plan. The guy announces it, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna sit here and just listen to watch the footy. Panthers versus Eels, fucking great. What game. a ripping game, dude. Fuck, it was good. I know they didn't win, but that fucking Nathan Cleary two point field goal was fucking unreal. Oh, he's so unreal. He's, he's so, so good. good, dude. And then, dude, I tell you what was the best. Like he nails that two point field goal and just like sticks his hands up. Like, what did you think I was gonna do? Miss. Yeah. So I sit there. I'm watching this game. At some point during the game, I see like two people just get up off the plane and then just walk away. Grab their luggage. But I'm so entrenched in this game that I just, I didn't have any second thought. And I think I was just like, oh, maybe Jetstar was flying Melbourne to Newcastle, then Newcastle to the Gold Coast. And I was like, maybe they've just taken their bags and like fucked off. Bro, it's, we've now been on there for like the duration of game. It's probably close to like two and a half hours by this point. And I'm like, I've got friends up here. I've got a brother-in-law that lives up here. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to get off the plane and go see one of those guys. And fucking deal with this shit another time. Because I've got all my luggage here. So I find that stewardess and I'm like, can I just get off the plane? And she's like, yeah, dude. Like, you can leave at any time. But it's just like, Jetstar's obligation to you is done. And I was like, fucking sweet. Let's go. So hop up, grab my grab my luggage. Say to my new friends. I'm like, pleasure to meet you guys. We should do this again sometimes. Gets a pop. They're loving it. Loving the humor at this point. Walk down the end of the plane. Run into a Karen in the wild, and you never know when you're going to get a Karen. No, nah, you wild. never know, dude. But the whole j- world is fucking Pokemon tall grass, dude. You never yeah, know when you you're going to fucking pop into one. So, this Karen pops up, blonde haired Karen, middle aged Karen, flight attendant. You can tell, like, uh, like just used to be hot. And then got old, oh, dude. That still has the attitude of a chick that's hot. Girls who have, well, women, women who have grown, outgrown their pretty privilege are fucking demons, dude. And that's what I read. Demons, into. dude. Because they're, because they're now monstrosities with hot girl arrogance. Yeah. The worst human you could possibly be. There's a genocide of any type of human being that I'm for, dude. It's girls who used to be hot who aren't hot anymore. Get rid of them, dude. We need to get rid of them. Get out of it. There needs to be a cull. Um, So, dude, she just stops me and she's she's like, matey, matey, what do you you think you're doing, matey? And I was just like, I just spoke to one of the younger, cooler stewardess who said I could leave. So I've got friends and family here. I'm going to leave. She's like, no, you're not. And I was just like, I've just seen other people leave before. I'm like, I'm fucking bouncing. She's like, why do you want to leave when we're two minutes away from taking off? And I was like, because we've sat here for two and a half hours. Like, it's going to be three hours by the time we take off. And she's like, we're leaving in two minutes. And I was like, in two minutes. You've still got the door open for, to the staircase in case we fucking have to get off here. Like, the door's not closed. 
No one's come and done like a count of like the clicker where they go and count all the rows and check your seatbelts and make sure you clipped in. I'm like, we're not leaving in two and a half minutes. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh well, I'm going to have to ask the pilot. Opens the door of the cockpit, goes, can this guy leave? Pilot doesn't even turn around, just goes, yeah, he can leave. <laughs> and I was like, fucking my man. I was just like, you couldn't land the plane, but you got me out of here. Yeah, nice. So I go to walk out. There's like one more little dweeby guy and he's like, oh, sorry, mate. Like, what do you think you're doing? And I was like, you have been within earshot of me talking to Karen and the guy that's pretending to be the pilot. Stop it. Stop it. Right. And let me fucking leave. And he's like, I got to ask ground control. Then ground control is like, no, nah, we can't have anyone on the, on the tarmac at the moment because two planes are about to actually take off. It's like, bro, you don't think I can dodge a plane, bro? I can dodge a wrench. I can dodge a ball. I can dodge a car. I can dodge a fucking plane. Yeah, I'm going to see it, dude. So then I have the humiliation of them being like, you're not fucking leaving. So then I have to turn and walk back down the plane. But I thought I'd just drop like a fucking, I ain't fucking leaving. Like, you know, Jordan Belfort fame. And, uh, dude, a lot of people were just like, is this guy legitimately angry? Because he's like smiling saying, I'm not fucking leaving. So then, bro, it gets worse. We sit there for another 45 minutes. Oh. Don't go anywhere. They start walking around offering plastic cups of water. And it's like, can't give me a beer. Give me something. Bring out some cheese and crackers for everyone. Mm. Make this experience better, dude. They don't do any of that. Then an announcement comes on. It's the fucking pilot. He goes, hey, guys, so we're going to fly back to Newcastle. See what the weather's doing. See if we can land the plane. And if we can't then we'll fly back to Melbourne. And I was like, can't, I'm going to fucking stab someone in the neck if I have to go back to fucking Melbourne, dude. Dude, I would be fucking irate at this point. And that was the attitude. Of I, would the, be, I, would, I would have been that fucking, remember that video of that Asian guy getting dragged off a United flight? Yeah. I'd be that, I'd be, that'd be me. Well, dude, everyone's attitude went to the exact same as what you just said. Everyone was just like, you better land this fucking plane in Newcastle, dude. Or otherwise, if we get to Melbourne, some shit's going. This down. is gonna be a fucking. This is gonna be United. Fucking United ninety three. Fucking two point dude. Yeah, we're fucking taking over this plane and flying it into the fucking World Trade Center. Yeah, we're gonna fly it into the Opera House. If you go back to Melbourne, dude, I'm gonna fucking break down the door, kill both of you, and I'm gonna plunge this fucking plane nose first into the middle of the fucking MCG. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to fucking boom. I'm going to put it on taxi mode and just crash into the Melbourne airport and just call him a bunch of incompetent fucking tards. Anyway, long story short, the guy fucking lands it in, in Newcastle. Mind you, it's 10.30 p.m. at this point. Mm. So the, cr- the the plane just erupts with like a sarcastic like round of applause. Like, oh, congratulations, dude. You fucking done it. And ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Rah, just a fucking brutal experience all in all. Have you had, like, have you had a... Everyone's had turbulence on flights, but have you had a bad fucking... Yeah, yeah, I, um... I flew out of... No, 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 sorry. I was fly, I was flying into Bangkok Airport um, in, like, monsoon conditions on my flight from Japan to Bangkok, and then I got in Bangkok to Cairns, Cairns to Sydney. Yeah. And then... So it was like, this is like the first leg of the fucking trip that takes like a fucking whole day and a bit, a day and change, this whole fucking process takes. Yeah. 
Fuck. And so I'm flying, hammered, dude. I'm hammered on the fucking plane. Sitting next to this fucking chick from Denmark. I'm putting the riz on, dude. Probably not working. <laughs> Was definitely not working because I never spoke to her again, even though we fucking exchanged contact details. Um, so I was, I'm trying. I'm trying to riz this Danish broad, and we're fucking coming in, and you can. It's sort of like the same thing, but you can just hear you hear the rain on the plane. Yeah, and can't see anything until lightning's like coming in, dude. Coming in, and you just hear it like getting heavier and heavier, and then the whole fucking plane started shaking. Started shaking. I'm like halfway through. I'm trying to say something to this Danish chick to like seem cool. Probably. And then I get halfway through my fucking sentence, dude. And we just whoop, like drop down easy. Like I don't even know how long, but it felt like fucking we dropped for like two or three seconds and then regained, dude. Yeah. I'm halfway through a sentence and it happens. And I go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Your voice goes up an octave. Yeah. I was just halfway through talking. Then I went, because huh, all the air comes out of your stomach. Yeah. So I like, didn't make the sound. I like pushed out sound from my fucking lungs, dude. That's and I was so like, funny. dude, it's, it's fucking, ter- it's so the terrifying. worst, dude. And then we came in, we're like flying in, we're getting dragged to the side and then we're coming back. Like it, we're feeling like, you know, when fucking at SeaWorld, that Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean I know fucking exactly what you're ride, about. Yeah. that's what it felt like we we're doing, but like sideways. Yeah. And then we're coming, we're all, we're flying, we're out to the right. And I'm at this point, I'm just like, fuck, bro. I'm dying in Bangkok. Yeah. This is fucking gay. Yeah. And then we, we fly out and then we just come glide in, dude. And when then the tail comes out a little bit and then we hit the runway and boom, boom, boom. And just bounce, dude. Bounce, bounce, bounce. And then at this point, I'm like, the fucking wheels are going to break. We're going to be one of those crashes that where it fucking hits the tarmac and slides and then it bursts into flames and the fire trucks have to come out. And yeah. We just fucking die. But we didn't break, just boom, boom, and then it just landed and then fucking shaking all the way to the end, dude. And then it was fucking people applauded. Yeah. People applauded, dude. And I, let me tell you this, bro. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't applaud. I didn't applaud. I didn't applaud the car. I didn't fucking applaud. No. Because I was was like, like, that's gay to applaud. I'm not giving Jetstar a round of applause or I should be giving him a round of headbutts. Is the way I thought about things. I was just like, I should be giving everyone a little Irish kiss on the way out. Bro, I don't even know what fucking airline I was even flying, dude. Yeah. Some fucking Thai Airways or some shit. To be dude. honest, though, it's just like... It was crazy airline. Some like like, like a budget Asian airline. A job That's that incredibly dangerous. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just like those planes are made out of bamboo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, you know how scaffolding and everything's just made out of bamboo? Yeah. Dude, uh, I, I take my hat off to pilots, though. Like, it'd be a fucking tough job. But when, uh, like, I always, like, was just thinking, I was like, that's that could be someone's first flight that we're on. So now that person, just unbeknownst to them, now has a fear of flying that will probably take them a lifetime to get over. Yeah, I knew someone like that. I knew someone that was in a plane crash the first time they were on a plane. Like, a minor one on the runway. Yeah. But, like, they were still fucking in one, and then they would just terrified of flying after that yeah they're like i'll just drive everywhere so like, you can't drive to new zealand they're like i'll fucking row there yeah dude fucking fucking nuts oh man oh dude yeah fucking airplane etiquette dude because i've i've flown a fucking lot dude and let me tell you there are there are certain places and activities where the true inner fucking animal of humanity comes out yeah and you know summonats the football, 
V8 supercars. Uh, shopping markets when any type of, sorry, um, yeah, shopping centers when any type of environmental crisis happens. All of these fucking things, dude. But fucking driving or dri- flying on airplanes is fucking one of them, dude. I saw, I saw this fucking news story, dude, and it made me fucking furious just looking at it. It's a... Uh, yeah, here. <laughs> Passengers' gross in-flight act slammed on social media. A passenger has taken to social media to call out a disgusting act by a fellow passenger on interstate flight. Bro, what, what did happened? He do? This person has... <laughs> I just assumed it's a dude. What does this guy do? In the seat behind your sitting, right? Ima- imagine this, bro. You got the window seat. Okay. You're, you're window seat. I'm windowed up. You're windowed up. Right? And you're looking out the window. The person behind you, shoes and socks off. They put their feet up and through the gap between the side of the plane where your window is and your seat and has just put their feet resting on the circle part of your window that you're looking what at. What the fuck, dude? dude Hell no, Look cunt. at this fucking photo, cunt. Hell, dude, I would fucking, I would flip on this cunt, dude. You cannot do that. And it's like, it doesn't look like there's anyone in front. It doesn't look like there's anyone sitting in that seat or did someone get up to take this photo? Maybe that's probably what happened, dude. You got to try and get a good spot. But I'm telling you, dude. That is fucked, cunt. Listen, when I am anxious, I'm I'm a bit fiery when it comes to confrontations with random strangers. I get in confrontations. Dude, that this, would- this is 100%. I would not even think about it, dude. Because I've like talked, like, I've like said shit to people on airplanes before. Oh, like I've had like people like put their, dude, one time I was on a flight from Canberra to Sydney, dude, like 45 minutes, and someone re- reclined their seat. Yeah. And I grabbed their seat and I shoved it forward. I've done that. I shoved it forward and they turned around and looked at me and I said, too short of a flight, mate. Not a chance. Yeah. I've and he just looked at me and I just stared at him. Yeah. And then he was like, and then just went back. I'll, I'll fucking, I've had like people putting their knees like up on the, on the seat behind me and I can feel it in my back. I've turned around and be like, get your knees off the seat. And then a whole bunch of people like look at him and I'm like, can you get your knees off the seat? Yeah. And Bro. then they, but this, this one, dude, <laughs> this for me, that's a physical altercation. Yeah, that's, dude, that's, that's, that's fighting shit. Yeah. That's like, that's like someone spitting on you. You're me. trying to right. fight me right now, dude. Yeah. And you're about to get it. <laughs> yeah, you're about to get it, dude. I don't care if I get it's my been a while kicked. since I've been in a physical confrontation and I can feel it brewing in me. dude. I've had two of the exact situations that you talked about. Uh, I think my flight was to Melbourne and someone like reclined. If you're if you're a peasant like myself and you're flying in economy, you don't have the you do not have the right to recline your seat. No, you haven't earned it through your social status. Yeah. Dude. If you're in business class and above, you can recline, baby. Exactly. And maybe like premium economy. Yeah. When you've got a little bit more room and everyone's got like TV screens on the back of your chairs. Yeah. Then, how about this? If you have a TV, if you have your own TV screen in the back of the chair in front of you, you can recline. If you don't have that, you're not allowed to recline. Dude. That's th- a pretty fair this, assessment. This person this person reclined and I went full NFL linebacker and just like went boots and just pushed the fucking seat. 
and they like they turned around and I just go unrecline your seat. I was like, you're not fucking doing that. And they were like, they had that moment where they stared and they were like, oh, sorry, man, like a fucking, yeah, didn't mean to go back that far. I was like, stay in line with everyone else, cunt. Yeah. You don't think I want to recline? I want to recline. You don't think the guy next to you wants to? Everyone here wants to recline because it's comfortable, but we don't because we're good humans. I've had a kid sitting behind me, kicking my chair, singing the ABC song. For five hours, and I was just like, on that one, I was just like, what do I do, man? Like, I can't turn around. Like, I looked at the owner, and uh, the owner of this kid, I looked at the owner of them, and I went, oi, you own that. Teach it better manners. Like, I, I did it with the look. I was like, bro, what are you doing? And then the owner of this kid was like, hey, maybe stop singing ABC. Let's sing another song. It's like, no, shut the fuck up altogether. And stop that little cunt from kicking the back of my chair yeah. before I come and kick you in the moot and make sure that you can't make any more of these little fucks. I've been, I've been on a flight where um, was like a kid was doing that and the person behind just turned around and went, stop fucking kicking my seat at this kid. I like just yelled at this kid yeah. and the parents were right there and they like looked like they were going to say something and the guy just looked at them and just went, can you control your kid please? Control your kid. You're not the only people on this plane. Yeah. You're sitting here right now. Your kid's kicking the back of my seat. You guys aren't doing anything. And like people are like just staring at him, dude. And I'll, I remember sitting there going like, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Get fuck the dog. yeah, dude. Get, Get the fucking dog. into them. The airplane is, it's so crucial to the fabric of our society to remain civilized. Oh man. Because it's a high intensity environment if you do the reflection that we were talking about before that you don't usually do. Yeah. So just be the best you could be possibly to your fucking fellow humans, dude. Yeah. Cause no one wants to be on a plane for any duration of any time. No. And, and what everything, everything that happens to me on a plane just inspires me to make money enough to either be first class or eventually private. That's the goal. Well, that's why rich people do when like, it's like, you know, when you, once you go business class, you never go back. Yeah. Because you re you do then fully realize these problems don't exist when you're in business class. Yeah. Or, it's only or the scum class, at the back. It's scum common peasants. Yeah. In economy. Yeah. That, that are, are doing, doing this type of stuff. And the reason they're in a fucking economy is because they're savages. They're all fucking disgusting savages. And that's what doesn't allow them in their personal life to get the success that you need in order to afford routinely flying business, dude. You're a civilized, important, probably better human being if you're constantly flying business class, dude. dude. You're not like one of these fucking disgusting animals you know down the, in fucking economy. Economy. You know the you know the the movie Snakes on a Plane? Yeah. It's fucking bogans on a plane, dude. <laughs> and bogans on planes will ruin your day. The best thing was, dude, about this one from Newcastle, uh, from Melbourne to Newey, there was a guy that was clearly meeting up to have a double date. So he was on the phone to his mate, right? And just the, like, the biggest V8 supercars type supporter that you could just imagine. He's just sitting there going, yeah, man, well, I've just fucking landed in the fucking Gold Coast. And fuck, mate, I'm fucking so angry because this cunt, this cunt flying the fucking plane, bro, couldn't even fucking land the kind of a fucking thing in fucking Newcastle, bro. How hard is it to fucking land a fucking aeroplane, cunt? 
So hilarious, bro, of someone who's probably lost their license over twice. Yeah, from drink driving. From drink driving. From yeah. fucking Dewey's, bro. You've done high range three times, dude. Now you're suspended for nine years. And he's sitting there going... Yeah, How man. fucking hard is it to fly a fight to, to land a huge commercial airplane in terrible storm conditions? Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck it, yeah, man. Well, fuck, I'm upset as well, man. Like, just fuck. Tell Katie, like, yeah, dude, I know she's looking forward to meeting me. I was really looking forward to meeting her too. So just tell Katie that I'm sorry, and fucking, you know, I'm never fucking flying these cunts again. That's for sure. It's just fucking. It's just fucked, mate. It's completely fucked my whole day." And he's just having this conversation with his best mate or friend on the phone who he's clearly teed up a double date with. And I was like, mate, maybe that's why you're lonely and sad because you're fucking... Listen how you're acting. Listening to how you're acting on a plane. Like when everyone else is just like, oh, fuck, it is what it is. You're like, no, it's it's get to It's just the blatant lack of self-awareness for me, dude. Yeah. With some people where you just go, I could never... In a million years have done that action or acted in this way or not acted in a certain way when it comes to like your kid and shit like that. Because I'm too fucking painfully aware of what other people would be thinking and feeling about me doing this. Yeah. The, dude, I genuinely uh, envy people who can just walk around life not ever really conceptualizing what other people must think or feel about them doing this. It must feel like such freedom to just go around being a fucking ruthless piece of shit. A blissfully unaware. Blissfully unaware of how your actions are affecting the people around you, dude. I I would love that. I even think like with the parents letting their kid kick the chair, I think that they're just in their mind. I think they're like, it's too hard to control a kid on a plane anyway. I'll let him kick that back of the seat until the person has a problem with it. That's what Which I honestly think. Which is fucked up. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, like I'm I'm the one that owns this kid. I'm the owner of this kid, right? I bought this fucker into the world. Instead of me teaching it what's right and wrong, I'll just let it continue to do what's wrong until we eventually have a blow up about it. It's like, no, cunt. Like, at no point is that a good idea. No. Um. And it's also putting the the dad in an awkward position as well. Yeah, that like, whole thing because it's like you don't know my mentality, bro. <laughs> you don't know fucking. Once I see red, bro, yeah, bodies well, just hit the floor. Yeah, well, it's just like the dad has to then the dad's gonna have to fight. Yeah, regardless and, of the situation, regardless of whether he's on the window seat and the kids fucking two seats away from him kicking, and the mum's the one that's not stopping. The dad's gonna be the guy that has to fucking. Get their head punched in. Yeah, and do you think who dads who are like hard and know how to fight are like letting their kid act with such no d- they're undisciplined? Not, they're not letting their kid. Get no, away with dude. That shit. They're like, oh, stop that, whatever. It's like weak little fucking squirmy cunts. Yeah, that are fu- they're like me. It's fucking. It's not my problem. Me, Who are like letting this happen because they're fucking weak dogs. They need and the next punched. thing you know, dude, I fucking beat the fuck out of someone's dad in front of them on an airplane. On an airplane, dude. And then I'm on a fucking no fly list. Yeah, or because some cunt. Couldn't control their fucking mongrel kid. Or they put his fucking foot through the hole. That's that's a point. I grab the big toe and I twist it. Yeah, I'm trying to... I, I grab a toe when I twist it and I go... I'll go every... T- if I see your fucking feet, I'm grabbing it. Yeah. I Dude, I try to get like an You have two off. warnings before I lick it. I'd, no, fuck. I just fucking... As soon as that came through, dude, I'd elbow the cunt. And I'd go, what the fuck do you think you're doing, mate? Yeah. That is such blatant disrespect. 
But we'll be right back. Oofed. We are back. We're back. Nice, cold, refreshing Bevoir. One of the staples, Victoria Bitter. Taylor Coffey on the Han Super Drizzays. Low carb, mate. Watch my figure. No, it's watching the figure. Um, so we did the uh, the Neath Hotel last night. Yeah. Out in out in Cessnock, the land of the immortals, dude. Yeah. I was like, you can smell when you get to Cessnock. Here's what people don't tell you: you smell immortality in the air, mm-hmm. and there's high remnants of meth users all about. There was some of the most hectic mullets that I have seen in a very long time. Yeah, it's lot like a lot of ringers, Western, a lot of flannies. Yeah, a lot of Ariat. Saw a lot of Ariat out there, which is your upper class kind of cowboy. Yeah, yeah. But you also, tell you what, you saw a lot of fucking disgusting bush pigs, though, didn't you, mate? Oh, dude. Dude, let me tell you something. The caliber of woman that is out in these like rural, like real pub towns. Yeah. Rural pub towns. And just before we go any further, we're not specifically saying just Cessna because we had a fantastic time there. We're saying when you go rural. Bro, I grew up in Bungendore, New South Wales. Bungendore. I know what's going on. Look at Braidwood. Up. Yeah. And then you start going out to like Young Casino. Oh, dude. Bruh. Bruh. Dabo. Fucking barrel, dude. Barrel cunt. These yep. Some of these fucking places, mate, are fucking unreal, the humanity you'll see in there. But here's the thing, dude. We're like these like rural places, chicks are either fucking smoke shows. Yeah. Like the hottest like farm chicks you'll fucking ever see. Ever see. Yeah. And then and then and then it just drops off a cliff, dude. And you've just got like these fat heifers busting out of their fucking Wrangler jeans. You got eights or threes? You got eights or threes? Yeah. It's just like, you know how you know how like the school day was eight to three? Yeah. That's also the same spectrum of country chick in Australia. You got yeah. eight or three and you're not no in between. You're either an eight or you're no a three. No in between. And uh And honestly, it's and honestly, it's just like one eighteen months to two years of like heavy going to the pub because it's the only thing to do in the whole town, away from eights turning into those threes. Oh, dude, you can you can fall off an eight cliff to a three fucking trap real quick. Mad fast, dude. If you're yeah. in a real, like, rural country, everyone's wearing fucking Akubras and fucking square-toed boots, Fuck and, you, and the only thing to do in the whole town is go to the pub, so most people are there like four or five times a week. That's the town I grew up in, dude. Bro, I'm so upset I didn't wear my Cobra last night. What oh. was I thinking, dude? Why did I not wear my Cobra? Why? Because you were wearing chinos and vans, dude. You couldn't do it. Yeah, but if I threw the RMs on, I could have fucking, I could have, dang, I could have pulled it off. They would have smelt, they would have smelt a rat butt. They would have known for sure. They would have known. They that see I, it. Yeah, they would have known that I, you know, that I wasn't fucking about you that You're stealing life. valor. Yeah, they would have known that I wasn't about that I would have questioned you about your fucking platoon and what fucking regiment you served yeah, in. Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> which, which one of y'all cousins y'all fucking? Um, but we must give a big shout out to the Neath Hotel. Yeah, shout good, out. Though. It, it was, was good a fun. Good night. The people of Sassnock, they ripped and teared. They were down for a good night. And here's the thing. We, you do talk shit about like these small coastal country or small coastal or small country towns or whatever. But when you go there, they're the most fun, those shows. People yes. are down to have a laugh. They're not getting fucking shit like this, you know, 
heaps. No, they're happy that you came. They're happy that you're there. It's not Melbourne or Sydney where there's a plethora of shows to pick every single night. This might be like the first thing that they've had in like five, six months, even co- acknowledge their town exists. And they just want to sink piss and have a yarn. And yeah, I'm, they do. A, I'm about that. So it was, it was a fucking, it was a fun night. I tell you what, but when I rocked up, I was a little bit concerned. Um, I think because just for whatever reason, I thought that we'd be inside. I was hugely concerned when we rocked up. Yeah, and I was just like, I, and you know what I'm like, you know I'm a fucking, I like to get a feel, a touch and feel for yeah, the field you that like, I'm going to play on. You like to go out and touch grass. Yeah, I lo- I'm a t- real touch grass advocate. You like to go out, take you, don't, don't put your boots on yet, just go out and work, walk on the fucking over. Yeah, just get a bit of what's, earthing. What's it like? What's it, what's it like underfoot? Underfoot, you know what I mean? Just fucking have a little stroke, have a smell, have a look around and just be like, all right, what can I do here? Pick some grass up, flow it, see where the wind's going. Say which, see which way the way wind's going. And, um... Yeah, fuck, dude. When I when I looked outside, I was like, okay, we're outside. There's like a restaurant that I'm like, did they buy tickets as well? And yeah, I was tripping about that too because I was like, fuck, is there just gonna be? Because it was playing music. Yeah, I was like, is there just gonna be an open air restaurant three meters away from the stage That's where what people I was are just t- eating, listening to fucking Luke Bryan? Yeah, Luke Combs or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever those. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Like gay cowboy music. Yeah. Fucking I was I was I was I was a little bit worried. But then Country music for chicks and dudes who don't feel comfortable enough to come out on the sh- the cattle station they work at. Exactly that. And like, dude, I my mentality like before going into every show has switched from like because like back in the day I used to think like oh, I want to do really well. Like I want to do really well. To now it's just like I'm gonna just have as much fun as what I can. So when it's an outside show, it's overcast, it starts to rain. I'm oh. just thinking, sitting there going, fuck. And I was f- fighting a lot of mental demons of like, you know, my inner monologue was like, this fuck, this isn't going to be good. And this is before you heard what the microphone sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like. I no was, sound check, not a good start. Yeah, I was just fucking, I was just worried. And I was like, I was like, where are the comedians sitting? Like, because, you know, I want to. I like to have comics nice and close. Yeah. So if it's like you call them up, bang, like the crowd's cheering, and then you can fucking like get up. By the time you get introduced, they clap for like three seconds. And then it's just silence. Then it's silence and you've got like another 20 second walk before you get there. Um, But yeah, so I was like, like, where are the comics sitting? And then I was looking, I was like, I don't think we've got a mic stand. I'm like, so just have to sit that on a table, which isn't the end of the world. But yeah, when I when I fucking first spoke into the microphone, I was like, "Oh fuck!" There's a little bit of feedback. Like this is weird. I need to figure out where I can stand. Aside from that, very easy things to kind of fix up. Have a comics table nice and close by. Maybe put, dude. It would have been sick if everyone was just crammed in that restaurant section. Oh, how good would that have been? If they just took the tables out and just put rows on top of each other. You're at the end. Yeah, Yeah, that would be. That's where it really should have been. Yeah. But well, like, or one of the three levels that this hotel has. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a function room or something. There would be, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, aside from like, dude, once you fix up the mic, fucking, that'd be sweet. You could you could do a gig there. I don't know if I'd do it outside again. I, like I said, if you did do it outside, I can cram more in that restaurant thing. Get it nice and packed nah, in. Yeah, you can't. They're do a bit outside, spread out. Dude. They're a bit spread out, and cunts would just like start talking halfway through. All of the people that were there could have one. Easily fit in that bistro area. If yeah, you just rode the seats properly. That would have been pumping in there as well. Like all you had to, do, all you had to do was get like ten rows of twelve seats, and that's one hundred and twenty people. Yeah, and I, and there was 
you could have fit 14, 15 rows of 12 seats. Yeah, Easy. Easily. I think that I think there was like 175 tickets, 176 tickets that, that were sold. Yeah, there was a big crowd. Yeah. It was a big crowd, but it didn't feel like a big crowd because half of out. them were fucking out there. Half of them like I was I was like doing stand up to just the people who were in front of me. And then every now and then like you get like you catch a wave and, and you like look over the there and there's fucking 100 people in yeah, this in the restaurant <laughs> sectioned off area, dude. Fucking Butsy said it was like this is like segregation. Like that's where the colored people dude, used to sit. Yeah, fuck. Um so yeah, um, Benny. So Benny McLennan was the um, friend of the pod. Benny McLennan, good guy, great guy, great guy, fucking big dick boy. Hey, good guy, great guy, good guy, good guy, great guy, big dick boy. And um, he was. So he he'd organised this night, and um, we were we were fucking amped for it. And then a few weeks after he'd organised it, goes on the Cancel Me Now podcast with his friend Isaac Butterfield, who you may know. And um, Butsy says, mate, that's fucking awesome that you're doing like a gig. You're headlining it. Let me come and open for you because Ben has opened for Isaac on the road. So Isaac Butterfield does a real nice thing saying to Benny, you don't even have to pay me. I'll just come out and just do a spot for you. And I think that like um, Isaac's generosity like well and truly helped promote tickets, ticket sales through the roof because – I had numerous people being like, oh, I thought it was a scam when I saw Isaac Butterfield was on the lineup. They were like, I thought it was a scam. Like, mm. I didn't believe that it was that it was real. And, you know, at the start of the show, it's like five past seven and I'm like, it's still kind of daylight out here. <laughs> I'm like, what are, what are we going to do? Like, just I'll just get into it. And I was like, oh, I really would have expected Isaac to kind of come and be chilling with the comics and kind of spend a bit of time and get to know him. And it, he didn't end up arriving until, like, your set or halfway through yeah, your like set. just before my set. I met him, like, five minutes before I went up. Yeah. And so you were the you were the last set of the first half. You come out, do your thing, and then, Ripping you know, and a tearing. Ripping and a tearing. Ripping into some fucking drunk, inaudible bitches. Oh, yeah. And then, then afterwards, like, I, you know, I announced the break. Some people weren't keen for the break. Some of the people were like, what the fuck? And I was like, nah, go get some more piss. Like, we'll have more fun. Don't worry. Come out, meet Butsy. Then 175 people want to meet Butsy. Oh, yeah, dude. I and got halfway through a conversation and there was just 30 people standing around Butsy and I talking. Yeah. And then I literally just looked at him and I looked at them and I just went, I'm going to get out of here. I feel like I'm intruding Yeah. on this fucking, well, I'd, I'd, on these people. I had the briefest conversation with me, you, and him. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I'd, I'd heard of you boys, blah, blah, blah. We're having a, a fucking brief chat. Fucking greatest, greatest bloke. Like, he's a nice, really nice fucking guy. Fucking heaps nice, dude. Like genuinely invested in, in the conversation that we're having. Then I was like, mate, I need to get another drink before this second half kicks off. And I know what the bar line's going to be like. Nice to meet you. Came back out, dude. And then I was just like, he's just unreachable. Like, mm. he, But he, like, to his credit... The the break was probably supposed to be about ten or fifteen minutes. I waited till people had just stopped lining up to meet Butsy. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much met everyone, said hello to everyone, had a conversation with everyone, took photos with everyone, and I was like, "It makes so much sense why he wasn't here from the start of the show." Yeah, cause, uh, like, when the f- second half was going, he, before he got up, him and I were having a conversation, and um, he I, he like finally finished, come back over, and I go fucking. Get a load of this carry on, mate. And he just started laughing. He goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, and then he goes, 
this is why like I don't come until later later on into the show like I would like to come and hang out with people and do this type of stuff but it I feel like I'm taking away from what the rest is because people are just coming up around me all the time like I feel like I'm taking all the attention yeah and then and then also seeing him interact with the people that come up with and I like honestly you can say whatever you want to say about him whether you fucking like his stand up or not or whether you think he's a fucking good person or not and you haven't even fucking met him this dude was genuinely nice and polite and happy to talk to every single person that came up yeah didn't sa- said yes to every single photo full had full proper conversations with almost everyone who came up yeah he he was and then was nice to me nice to you nice to fucking everyone it wasn't like a case of just like hey what's your name Michael, nice to meet you, Michael. Can I get a selfie with you? Yep. Yeah. No. And then fucking off to the next one. Like, he was just like, oh, Michael, nice to meet you, Michael. What do you do with yourself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a fucking Coltrane operator. He's like, Coltrane? Oh, he's like, fucking, it's pretty hectic. And then sits there, has has a fucking five-minute conversation with this guy. There were people coming up saying, oh, you know, I've watched you at this show, met you here, blah, blah, blah. And to echo your statement, exactly right. And, like... You understand, I understand from a performance thing that he does provocative humor because, like, he obviously thinks it's funny. I think it's pretty funny. And, uh, it, like, sorry to cut you off, dude, but it's like the cunt's like selling out big theaters, dude. Yeah. Around the fucking country. And he's going overseas to, like, do more of that shit. Like, regardless of what you want to say and think, dude, maybe he knows something that you don't. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he knows something that you don't, because you're not doing that. Yeah, and he's he's a fuck. Yeah, and I'll put my hand up and say I was for a, the longest time one of those cunts that anyone who was doing better than me was like, that cunt's gay. Fuck that cunt. Uh, yeah, I've never been like I've never been a fucking. I never really hated on too many people to be honest. I did though because you know like I was living in my nan's granny flat, unemployed. Still doing open mics. <laughs> so anyone who was better than me, I was like, fuck that person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking just back to back to kind of what we're saying. Like, here's a good cunt. Um, what you see on the internet is obviously a fucking act that is, like you said, helping him sell out fucking arenas and all that kind of shit. Anyway, then Benny got so invite fucking Butsy on after doing ten minutes. I fucking did a little bit more crowd work than what I would have had to do in that second half, but I felt like they were they were kind of crowd work was a big hit with them. Yeah, that's another thing too, is like when you go to these like rural things, crowd work is red hot. Yeah. They want it. Oh dude, they, they want they it. want it. And you can't say enough mean things about them because they just love getting insulted pretty much. So you know, ripping on a couple for fucking being incest and you know, some fucking incel virgin cunt and some other fat cunt. Yeah, it was all good times. But see, I thought I thought he did fucking. I thought he did pretty well. Um, fuck, he probably did probably about ten or fifteen. Yeah, but, but I think he did like twelve. Yeah. Yeah, he did good, man. And um, yeah, then our boy Benny gets up, does half an hour, fucking brings the show home. And I thought Benny did well, man. Like he yeah, definitely absolutely. has some fucking bits that. That I've heard and I still, I still fucking laugh at them. But it was good to see him put all of that material together in a structured show and just watch it flow. And, yeah. it, and he did it and it worked out well. And uh, so, yeah, shouts out to shouts out to Ben McLennan. He's a fucking good guy. Good cut. Good guy. Big great dick. guy. Big dick player. 
big dick player. And he did well, man. And it's fucking, it's sick because it's just like, here's a guy that you work with all the time. And he's put his own show together. Got the people that he wanted on the show. Done half an hour of fucking ripping and a tearing, dude. Ripping and a tearing. And dude. like when you, like sometimes all it takes is like a good ripping and a tearing mm-hmm. of like a long duration to, to just reinforce that you can rip and tear. Yeah, and that life can. is all good, baby. Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, give Ben McLennan a follow on, uh, if you haven't, boys, he's, uh, he's a fucking piss funny cunt. We'll get him... Uh, we might have to get him to Canberra. I, th- I reckon the Canberra boys would love him. Yeah, we might have to. I reckon we'd have to. We might have to tear up a sneaky show somewhere in the next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do like Maybe a. Maybe we, we, let's put together a showcase. Yeah, let's do like a. We'll do like a six seven lineup. Sh- should we do a disciple? ripping and a tear? We, disciples bro, of the Sunday gonna, service. We're gonna call it ripping and a tearing. <laughs> we're gonna call it ripping and a tearing. Presented by. Bradley Bishop and Friends. Bradley Bishop and Friends. Yeah. Oh, dude, fuck. The Disciples of the Sunday Service just made me laugh. We should, yeah, we call Ripping and a Tearing, a production by the Disciples of the Sunday Surface. <laughs> yeah, there we go, dude. And then we fucking just The Ripping and Tearing Showcase. And we just get from some fucking throbbers to come and rip and tear. Yeah, that'll be fucking sick as fuck, dude. Well, I don't know if we're going to get the fucking... These fucking dogs from How to Not Comedy podcast because oh, they've been fucking really, talking fucking shit, dogs. dude. These dogs have been fucking talking shit, dude. Let's bring these. Let's bring this to the light. The, the dogs, dude. That's what they are, bro. Yeah, they are dogs, bro. Bunch of weak guarded dogs. So for those two who, dogs that look like one of them's been eating the other one's food. Yeah, dude. Just some real mangy mutts. Real know? mangy mutts, dude. Where one of them's just getting into the bowl of the other one, yeah. while the other one's running around licking its nuts. One snarling at it, and the other one looks like it eats the feces of the one that ate its food. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ethan, we're talking, of course, about Ethan the Arfs, Sniffer, Bentley, and uh, Mitch Coyne uh, from a podcast that you guys probably don't listen to because no one does. Uh, it's yeah. got a stupid name. It's got a stupid how, name. It's called Fair How enough. to Not Comedy Instead of How Not to Comedy. Um, you know, poor production. Um, look, the boys, look, I'll just I'll just play this, guys. So, so the loyal fucking disciples out there can have a listen to this degeneracy. Yeah. No, honestly, man, that's all it was. It was like when I actually got it confirmed and I said, all right, well, this is like the story, like, you know, who's in? Yeah, only, only two of you wrote back. Like, yeah. Cause I wasn't even sure if Brad was keen. It was, I was like actually going to um, hit up Luke. And then you were like, uh, you're like, nah, get Brad. And yeah. I was like, all right, well, I'll message Brad specifically and say, like, would you want to? And then once I knew how much I could offer an MC too, I was like, all right, well, do you want to do it for this much, man? He's like, yeah, no worries. I'm like, okay, cool. So Nice. Yeah, he's been on a tear. Bradley. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. He's Dude, fucking... So funny. Such a hot boy. He's too good. <laughs> he's a hot boy. He's hands down the best comedian in Newcastle, and I don't think it's close. Did you hear the latest pod that they did? The sucking and fucking one? Yeah. <laughs> they were just talking about how good it would to be gay. I, me- I messaged Brad because I was like... I was like, <laughs> like you're I- both gay. Yeah. You're both fucking gay. Just come out. <laughs> yeah. So stop it. Don't know. I agree with him. Like, it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, it would be great. Too straight to be able to that's, take a dick. I just can't like, do it. Like, I just can't choose to be gay. It's like, yeah, you can't choose 
to be gay. It's like you can't choose what food you like, but you can force yourself to eat it. I message Brad though, if and it's I'm like, going to be better like, for you. I feel like like if you just got through it the first couple of times, it'd be all right. You're like, oh fuck it, you Dude, know what? It's I an like acquired this. taste. Yeah. Just fucking do it. It's going to be better for you. Yeah, for you both, Bradley and Taylor. You both need to. <laughs> you just need stop to fucking around. Just start fucking. Well, that's what yeah, I said to Brad. I'm like, because well, I messaged him. I'm like, you know, you can get sucked off as well. Because when yeah. he's going through his there, he's like, I oh, watched the footy and I'll suck him off, and then we'll go like and hang out. We'll, 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 we'll listen to some music. We'll do this. We'll do that. I'll suck him off. And he just kept, he never once said I'll get, I'll get sucked, sucked off. off. Yeah. He just kept saying I'll suck him off. And I was like, Bro, you realise you can get your dick sucked too? Like, <laughs> just saying, like you know, fucking that's the that's the best part about it, bros. Like, it's a hundred percent my favourite term is fucking and sucking. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. he's hitting the town. He's fucking. He's sucking. And, Fucking and sucking his way through the community. Have you guys met um, Chris Knight? Uh, no. Comedian from Sydney. Cam Knight? No, Chris Knight. Oh, different one. No, Chris Knight I met... Um, Chris Knight is like the Audi version of Cam Knight. So that's the boys talking about us sucking and fucking. And it's so funny, man, because I got so many messages from the lads being like, look, if you and Taylor are gay, just why don't you come out? <laughs> But the funniest thing was I've been like, getting that since I was like 15 We never spoke about us being gay with one another We were just talking no, about dude. how good it would be to be gay So here's the thing about this Here's the thing, dude Is that you and I are philosophical, philosoph- philosophical Me and you are philosophical people me and, me and you are philosophical people, dude Yeah It's so philosophical that I don't even bother learning the language Yeah right? Too hard to say that word Because we think deeply and we think critically, and we have the ability to put ourselves outside of our own reality into another reality and then craft it around and see what it'll really be like. These fucking dullards. Dullards. These fucking dullards don't have the ability to fucking do that, dude. So they're sitting there going like, oh, these t- two guys must be gay. You guys are gay. You're talking about all this fucking gay stuff. You guys are being fucking gay talking about gay stuff. I'm not gay, dude. I'm just thinking. I'm just saying it would be fucking sick as fuck if you were. Yeah, we're not gay, but we wish we were. That's you know what I mean? where like, it is, dude. Yeah, it's like we live in the reality of like, fuck, it would be good to suck off. Yes, the like, whole premise of us even saying all of that is that it sucks that you can't choose. Yeah. Then it's, going on and saying, talking about why it sucks that you can't choose because it seems cool, it seems like a fun time, doesn't mean time. like we are just gay. We it, prefaced it with... Wouldn't it be fucking cool? Yeah, dude. And you get like, and just to reiterate how cool it would be to be gay, you get a whole month celebrated to you for being gay, which is fucking sick. A whole month. Whole month. Whole month. There's actually People two, have to pretend to... Th- there's two months now because there's like World Pride Month and then there's fucking Mardi Gras Pride Month, I think. Yeah, but there's, tell you what, there's a whole bunch of gay shit going on. And we love it and we're about it and we wish we were part of the culture. And look, you know what? Maybe one day we'll get there. Maybe we'll elevate. Maybe we'll turn Super Saiyan and just suck some people off. But the boys took particular uh, aim at me for saying that I would suck some people off. And look... You know, it's an alternate reality that we're talking about living in that I haven't crossed into yet. But what you heard from that audio and what you heard from the audio sucking and fucking is that I'd be a fucking great boyfriend, dude, because not once did I mention me getting my dick sucked. I mentioned about sucking you off and making you feel like the happiest man on the planet, which is the type of dude that I am, bro. Yeah, I'll cook some food for you. We can watch the footy. 
We watch the UFC. We watch the sport. And then you get your dick sucked from me being a great fucking guy, dude. And, and honestly, it, it, it shows that none of them are men of God. Yeah, they're Because not they would God. know that you live through service. I live through service. And that it's your purpose to serve your community, serve your family, serve your friends. If you live a life of service, that's where you find true inner holiness and connection to God. That's right, and that's and, why so, and that's what you do. Is I, you 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 would service, you would live in service, and that's where you get your gratification because you're a giver, you're a good man. I'm a great, you're man. a good man, and the, oh, those those dudes, selfish dude. All they thought about was I want to get my dick sucked. Yeah, I want to get my dick sucked by another man. I if I was be boys with someone, I would be fucking get my dick sucked. That's all they were thinking about, yeah, dude. They weren't thinking about living in service of one another, no, and no. that's fucked up, dude. You know what, dude? I God think wants you to be sucking off other dudes. I think that you can just you can call us you can call us some modern <laughs> some modern day gmogs. And what's a gmog? That's a great man of God. And that's, absolutely, that's what we are, dude. We are great men of God. We are services. We are fucking. We are. We we do live the holy gospel. We do. We service our community. We service our family. We service our friends. We have purpose, and that purpose is fucking pleasure, baby. Pleasure. Pleasure. Look at these plump lips ready to suck and fuck, dude. So uh, to the boys of How To Not Comedy. Relax. We, we do say this. Relax. Dude. Yeah. Ben said that you're the best comedian in Newcastle. He's not even close. He was, he Which was, is a nice thing to say, but I mean, it's kind of close. Let's not say it's he, not close. He was, he was throwing out some good It's not confidence. fucking, it's not like you, then Daylight, then me. Like, we're pretty close. Yeah, and I'd probably put Elliot between you and me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Yeah, only if we were sucking and fucking, dude. Yeah, dude. He's another great man who would suck and fuck. Yeah, I, I think that that's that was kind words from Ben to say that, but I don't think that I don't think it's daylight by any means. Um, there's plenty of great comics in Newey. Plenty. I want Newey to be a place where people rip and tear. And to be honest, like, I just need it. Like I said to you last night, like I'm just really excited about making more material. That's what yeah. I want to do. I just want to. I just want to have fucking. Half an hour, 45 minutes of just ripping and tearing. The past mm. year and a bit, I've been working on how to be an MC, how to crowd work, how to just have fun, dude. Got to have fun. Having fun is like the fucking, is rule number one. And once I realized that having fun's rule number one and that you can dictate the fun, and once you're having fun, everyone else has fun, shit got a lot easier. And I was just like, fuck, no more having pressure on myself about. I gotta perform good. No, it's just like I gotta have. I gotta have fun. That's the only expectation I have of myself. It's just to have fucking fun, dude. Because once you have fun, everyone's having fun. It's contagious. Yeah, it is. If you're up there shitting bricks, people get nervous and anxious for you. If you're up there being a silly goose and being a great man of God and servicing the people that came out with and just servicing fulfilling the them with laughter, mm -hmm. and so yeah, servicing the community, being a great man of God, then. Um, yeah, just it just gets easier once you once you accept the Lord into your life, and uh, He comes out through you in all, every facet of life. Yeah, it really fucking does, guys. That's not me. So up stop there, watching that fucking junk. Stop watching that. Junk. Stop watching that fucking junk. Stop tugging on your little dick, and pick up the fucking Bible. Pick up the Bible. Let the Lord shine His light through you. Now, Kanye to the, what's he been doing, bruh? What's Kanye? Got your attention for about this week. Dude, <clears throat> as we all know, Kanye West is a severely mentally ill man. One of the greatest artists of all time. One of the greatest artists of our generation. A man of God, a man of the people, Kanye West. No dispute for me, mate. Honestly, no dispute. But 
he's obviously gotten a lot of heat for um, his whole thing about like Jews and all of that type of shit like that. He tweeted that <coughs> he no longer hates Jewish people. What? Kanye. He, yeah, he no longer hates Jewish people. And what's his reason for liking Jews again? Um, his reason for liking Jews is that he, is that he rewatched Twenty One Jump Street with Jonah Hill. Great movie. And because of that, he no longer hates Jewish people. Okay. He's basically just come out and been like, man. What, um, was Jonah Hill so prolific in that movie that he's like, oh, man, maybe anti-Semitism is gay for me to fucking be doing? Yeah, absolutely, dude. He basically was just like, um, oh, I can't find the fucking article anywhere. But yeah, but he was basically just, he was just like, he was like, man, after watching 21 Jump Street with fucking Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, I just want to say sorry for all of the things that like I've been saying and I've been wilding out. Basically, like no one, no one, um, it's not fair to just basically take a whole, uh, some individuals in your personal life and then make a broad generalization about an entire group of people. And I know that now after being able, after re-watching the 2011 classic 20, 21 Jump Street. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. And Kanye Kanye saw the light of the Lord and maybe realized what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, dude, he fucking... bad. He saw it, dude. And he underrated repented. movie. 21 Jump Street, I think, is a funny movie. It is a, it is a pretty funny movie. 22 Jump Street, bit yep. of rinse and repeat. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Like I think um, I think they've got a pretty good dynamic, those two. Channing Tatum, obviously very hot boy. Hot boy. Uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill has... I've had a soft spots for Jonah since... Uh, um, super bad. Super bad. One of the great movies of our generation. Absolutely. Um, look, you know, everyone... everyone Look, everyone needs to see the light of the Lord. They do. And you've heard the phrase, as a good religious man, Taylor... That the Lord works in mysterious ways. He does. And sometimes what you want, you don't always get. No. Because that's the test. That's the test, right? He shows himself to you when he knows that you really need him. And he shows himself to you in ways that you wouldn't expect. And Kanye saw Jesus. It's like... Um, with 21 Jump Street. And... and with the a young Dave Franco making his like main sort of big debut. Yeah. Um... It's like there's one of my favorite prayers that I'd like to bring up for you, uh, Taylor. Is uh, <clears throat> it's I, I can't remember I can't remember who who exactly wrote the prayer, but it's basically when you ask the Lord for things, the Lord does work in mysterious ways. So mm -hmm. it's just like I asked I asked God for strength, and He gave me difficulties to make me strong. You know, mm. you know that kind of rendering. Yeah, yep, yep. Dude, there's, yep. there's like it's like I asked God for fucking wisdom. And he gave me problems to solve. Yes. I asked God to stop hating on the Jews. He gave me 21 Jump Street to watch. Yes. You know, dude, that's the way that the Lord works. Like I asked Lord, I asked God for prosperity and he gave me the brawn and the brains to work, dude. The Lord has blessed me, dude. And it's just like it. it, it and my He blesses you in ways that you need, not in ways that you want. And that's what people are fucking all up in arms about, dude. It's like, how come fucking this, this, and this, and my prayers didn't get an answer with this? He's not your mate. He's your fucking parent. Yeah. He gives you what you need, not he what gives you, you want. He gives you what you need. 
one of my favorite all time quotes from from the good book from the Bible is uh the the conclusion of that he prayer. He who lay he who lay with another man be stoned to death. Is that your favorite? No, no, no. Because uh, there's nothing better than healing after laying with a man, dude. Right? There's nothing better than healing after laying with a man. Exactly, bro. When he said stoned to death, he yeah. literally meant healing. Fucking healing, dude. It just he it's lost he, in translation. It got lost. It's been in tra- look. The Bible's been fucking translated from language to language to language to language. Some a little bit. It's gonna be fucking yeah, lost in translation. Some say stoned. Others say healing. That's and right. We know what they meant when they said stoned. But the 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 conclusion of that of that prayer that I that I was mentioning before is um, something that that reigns true to me, Taylor, and I think as a good man of the Lord yourself that it might reign true to you. Uh, so after asking God for all of these things, it goes. I asked I asked God for everything so that I could enjoy life. Instead, God gave me life that I could enjoy all things. I am amongst all men. Mm. The most truly blessed, and if mm-hmm. that doesn't get you up and about, sing that song, praise Jesus the Lord. on me, hey, yeah. I thought you got to keep going there. I got excited. No, dude, I was um, letting God happen. Uh, that was God. That's God shining His light. Should we get into a Sunday roast? Let's get into a Sunday roast. Let's get the fuck out of here so we can continue to love and praise the Lord, dude. The Sunday roast. And listen, we're all here we're all about promoting the growth of humanity. And sucking each other off. And sucking each other off. Not sucking us, fucking. Not us in particular. Because just particular. To, loop, to loop back to that quickly, we can only have one headshot per household. So if me and you were to suck each other off, there'd be a lot of conflicting interests about, you know, exactly. who is the best comedian in Newcastle yeah. comparatively to what people may think. Who, who is t- the best comedian that can suck? Yeah. Who is the best comedian that can butt fuck? You know, there's, there's, plenty of, there's plenty of variables on there. So we would just like to say, as men of the Lord, mm-hmm. we, we're not we would not suck and fuck one another, that we would give that gift and of our prosperity and our purpose to other people. Because we're all about growth. We're all about spreading the gospel. We're all about spreading the cheeks. suck and fuck. We're all about spreading <laughs> cheeks. We're all about that type of stuff. We're all about humanity progressing, things not staying stagnant. They need to improve and improve and improve and improve. And this right here, what I'm about to say, is flying in the face of improvement and making things better. And just to quickly, before we get to that, we would never have any premarital sex. No. Straight or not straight. Talking about right? the building the foundations in order to get to that stage. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've covered all bases, let's go. Honestly, this is just really disappointing, man. World athletics, the world governing body of sport. Something that most people can get around is sport. Bans transgender women what? from fam- female events. That's not right, dude. Bro, that's not fair. Bro, how can we move on in society? We're, tr- we're trying Ooh. to get women in sport paid more. We're trying to increase viewership. We're yep. trying to increase the skill level. Yes. We're trying to increase the competitiveness. Yes. We're trying to increase anybody giving a fuck about lady sports. You can't then ban the only demographic that is going to come in and make it better and more entertaining, dude. Boys, 
fellas, we can't have anything anymore, can we? We can't. We can't have anything anymore. We can't put on a dress and get fake tits and go and dominate women's sports anymore to make it better and more palatable for people who want to watch sport. They're taking it all away from us. I can't believe that. Seriously, men these days, we can't have anything. We can't even have female sports. It's fucking beyond a joke, mate. Dude, I'm look, I'm so upset because, you know, this is uh, 2023 that we're living in. 2023. And this feels like some mad 2016 shit. Oh, I'm going to go out and say this is mad 2016 This shit. is 90s. Because, you know what, dude? You know what? Make trans sports great again. That's all I'm going to say. Make Absolutely it great again. Dude. And And you bigots, you bigots saying that our trans brothers and sisters aren't our trans brothers and sisters and not letting them compete, you're a fucking dog cunt, mate. You need to have a fucking long You're a fucking dog yourself. cunt. Honestly, because this, this is anti-women. It's anti-women. This is anti-women. This is sexism. This is misogyny because you are preventing the only thing that is probably going to increase viewership and sponsorship for female sports, which would then lead to females getting paid more money. If you're going to keep it just chicks, you're going to keep fe- female sports just female? Disgusting. What are you, a fucking dinosaur, dude? Do you want to keep female sports just female? female well then guess what dude you can you can speak to all of these women who are working so hard why they aren't getting paid as much money because you banned the only people who are going to probably improve the skill level of that sport and that that's on you world athletics world athletics it's a just pull your fucking head in it's mate. a disgusting act pull your head in and, it, and, and you've really shown your true colors of where you think that these people belong in society and you need to be ashamed of yourself and you need to take a long hard look in the mirror. You need to have a mirror bath as a great big send would say. You need Absolutely. to go home, Absolutely. have a mirror bath, have a mirror and, bath. And think about yourself like, why am I so misogynistic that I hate biological men performing and competing in biological female sporting events? It's because you're a bigot. You're a piece of shit. You're not letting the Lord shine his light through you, dude. No, you're and not. That's a blatant line, rejection dude, of the Lord. Blatant rejection of the Lord. Bottom line, you're being a fucking dog cunt. And no one likes a dog cunt, bro. Don't ever do that again. No one likes a dog cunt. Let him in, dude. Let let him all let in, him in, dude. Dude, let him in. Let him in, dude. Who's the swimmer? What's her name? Leah Thomas. Fucking let her in, dude. Let her fucking in, dude. Let her go, dude. You know, Gabrielle Garcia. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, born biological female, takes all the juice, looks like fucking Andre the Giant, but with fucking titties, dude. Let her in, dude. Let her in, dude. Let her Let in, them all dude. fucking in, dude. And you know what, dude? That's that's just riled me up because, you know, I like that. I, I know that this is a Sunday roast and those people need to be better. They need to fucking just let... There's a few things they need to let in. Who that need to let in? They need to let the light of the Lord in. Bingo. They need to let love in their heart in. Preach. Love for them. Love for all people. Love for all of God's love for creatures, they dude. Love for they thems. Love for she hers. Love for he hims. Love for zees and zers. They need to have love for all those people. Love needs to be like an umbrella, Taylor Coftry. Right, you know what happens with one spoke of the umbrella's not working too good. What happens? Your right? umbrella's fucked, dude, and it doesn't work. That's right. We can't have a society of these beautiful people 
out there living. All of these umbrella spokes. All the umbrella spokes. We can't have all these beautiful people out there contributing to society and helping us move forward and progress and being the best versions of ourselves in 2023. If we come to sporting events and you say that they're not included, Mm. you're a fucking disgrace. You're a disgrace, mate. And uh, and what's the argument? Oh, well, then all of these fucking trans women who are biologically men are going to come in and then the whole league is going to be trans men, trans women. Yeah, dude. Let him in. Yeah, dude. You want viewership up or not? Do you want viewership up and fucking sponsorship money up? You want more money rolling in so you can so you can <laughs> so, so that you can get rid of the wage gap that's definitely real? <coughs> we're never gonna move forward as a society when we're facing such bigotry and hatred. And look, you know, maybe some of the vernacular that we used may have been, you know, a little bit fucking vulgar to taste, but we want everyone to know that we support the trans movement. We do. We support trans in sports. Mm-hmm. We love our trans brothers and sisters, and we think they need to be treated with equal respect, and we love these guys. And the exactly fact then. that, sorry, we love these people. I, I misspoke then. We love these people. They need to be treated with equality, with respect, and they need to be treated utmost with love. And they need to be shown the light. And if we keep keeping them in the dark, then the world will never get light. And exactly. love, love wins, exactly, dude. Love dude. wins. And we're coming at this whole thing with love that we are we're lovers of these people and we want them to succeed. We want them to live a fulfilled life. We want a life with purpose. Purpose. Because when you've got purpose, you've got Something to live for. Something to live for. We mentioned it earlier. Exactly, bro. You've got purpose and you're competent in doing... This is how it is, bro. You need a purpose and you need to feel competent in in your pursuit of that purpose, dude. Exactly right. And that's what we need to do. And we need to stop dividing people. We need to stop dividing people on this issue. Get these cunts out of the libraries and into the AFLW, dude. Let them in. Let them in. Let what do you want? You want them. The, what do you what do you what do you in. really want? You want these fucking people getting fucking kids putting dollars in their fucking G strings and reading to your kids for story time? Or no, do no, you no, or no, do you no, want them want. out in the world in physical sports dominating, bringing everyone together, raising the bar, raising the funding, raising the interest in female sports, and therefore all ships rise with the tide, mate. That's it. All ships rise with the tide, bro. Get them out of the libraries. Get them in the Olympics. Let's go. Let's go, baby. What we're saying is let they, them in. (laughs) Let they, they, them in. In, dude. And I can't reiterate that enough. We're coming with love. We love all you. We love all the listeners. We love all the disciples out there spreading the good love, spreading the word of the Lord, letting the, the light, letting the Lord shine his light through you. And your light will shine brightest when you live through the message of Jesus. That's right. Like our girl Riri said, we'll shine bright, but we'll shine bright together. Know that I'll be here forever. You can stand under my umbrella. Ella, eh, 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 eh. Taylor Coftry, mate. mate. And it's never a chore. It's always a pleasure when I get to spend my uh, my Sundays with you talking about the good light of the Lord, talking about our main man, Jesus Christ. And uh, I want to I wanna thank you for coming on, mate. Thank it's, you for having it's me, It's been man. a pleasure. I appreciate it. Um, 
You know where we can follow Taylor Coftry on Instagram at Taylor Coftry. Yep. You can find me uh, at underscore Bradley Bishop. You'll find us at the Newcastle Comedy Club most weekends. I will upload my dates for April coming up very soon. But until then, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Don't forget to smoke weed every day. And we've got a special outro for you guys today. We at war. With what, Kanye? Okay. Oh, not racism. Oh, that's, bad. Like that. that's bad. That's stuff. bad. That's not light of the Lord. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yes, he is. Yes. Don't listen to the devil, Kanye. Trans women belong in sports. You know the Midwest is young and restless. Restless. Might snatch your necklace. Oh. Next Might jack your Lexus. Yep. Somebody Teddy. Who Kanye West We is. can't say that. Kanye said that. Oh. If you alone and leave your breathless. Try to catch it. It's kind of hard getting choked by the Texas. Yeah, yeah, that check the method. They be asking us questions, harassing, arresting. Saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Oh, huh? You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? What's the basis? Suits and cases. A trunk full of coke, rental car from Avis. My mama used to say only Jesus could save us. Well, mama. And your mama was right, dude. Only Jesus can save us. Every day the devil's trying to break me down, dude. Dude, you gotta fight the devil every day, baby. You do have to fight the devil every day, and he's he's coming. He's in this society, dude. The devil is fucking growing strength, dude. And we need you guys out there to let the light of Jesus come through, so we can fight that demons. And if you if you if you can't fight the demons, don't forget to smoke weed every day. Oh yeah, <laughs> all right, bye for now.